Times Square presentation today featuring family, holiday travel in New York City and beyond. And it's my pleasure to introduce you to the VP of uh, Business Development with Beyond Times Square, Eric J. Gordon. Eric, welcome. Live from New York, it's Thursday afternoon with Beyond Times Square. Yay! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope everyone is well. Uh, as we are finally entering the fall season, it seems like we are in New York. We had like 90 degrees the other day, and then it went down to like 60. And now we've been even getting some 50s and no 60s and whatnot. So it's been really nice. Uh, I'm glad you're all here. Today we are going to talk about um, families coming to New York and other cities in the holidays. Um, I left you a blank screen, so it's a mystery of what I was going to be talking about. No, I just forgot to edit in by mistake. Um, so just a little bit about me, once we get to that next picture, it always wants to be slow for the first photo. Um, so my name is Beyond Times Square, and I am the founder and executive vice president of Beyond Times Square. Uh, I've been in the industry for like 25 years. I've traveled all over the U.S. and 40, 45 countries throughout the world. So I, uh, I like to, besides working in travel for 25 years, I also like to travel. So I feel like I can speak pretty knowledgeably on the subject. So hopefully I'm going to uh, you're going to get a lot of information and learning today from uh, from my information in the webinar. And then also, uh, our new marketing manager, Danny May, she is probably also listening to the webinar, and she is going to prepare like a one or two page sheet um, about the things I talk about. So you might be diligently taking notes, but we are going to send you some cheat sheets afterwards with the replay. So you probably get them sometime early next week. So we're talking about the holidays and talked a bit about the hot. We talked about the holidays on the last webinar, but this time we kind of put some more family stuff on it for people with young kids or teenage kids um, about what we think is best. I mean, the, the holidays in New York City are full of energy because of all the people that are in New York City at that time. And, it, you know, it's like it's, 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 it's really a wonderful thing, especially for people visiting. I always say that if you're a local and you have to go to Rockefeller Center during the holidays, like you have no right to go there if you, if you think you're going to walk quickly. It's just it's really crowded with people enjoying the holidays and it's fun and it's awesome. So. Um, we're going to talk about that, and we are going to start with Thanksgiving, because that is the holiday that is coming up first before Christmas. Um, actually, the holiday before even Thanksgiving is Halloween, and just to throw this in there, you, every, I think everyone knows, but you know, I'm a New Yorker, so I think everyone knows everything about New York. Uh, we have our Halloween parade, which is a huge parade. People are dressed up. It's not completely organized like the Thanksgiving Day parade, but it's a lot of fun to watch, and there's a lot of craziness going on. And, of course, there's tons of haunted houses and, and ghost tours in New York City. And um, So just something to think about is you have some people coming along on, on, on Halloween. It's definitely a lot of fun. That weekend, so it would be like November 1st and 2nd, is when actually a lot more people would dress up. But I'm sure the actual parade on the 31st, but um, gets pretty crazy when everyone dresses up and goes out in the city. But Thanksgiving, um, Beyond Times Square has their own Thanksgiving event. I am really excited to say that we are almost sold out. We have sold out of all of our VIP premium, and we have about 15 seats left in our gold section. So if you got people who are thinking about it, they got to get it done because there's only like a month of plus a little bit more to uh, 
to sign up, and those seats are definitely going to go. Um, so it's uh, a great event. It's three hours long. It's a uh, second floor view right over the parade as it comes by, full brunch buffet, um, champagne, mimosas, Bloody Marys, screwdrivers, um, all soft drinks, coffee, and whatnot. We're going to have a balloon maker for the kids. We're going to have a, um, uh, a character tourist again, and we'll probably have some like board games and coloring books for the younger kids. But it's a lot of fun, and it's like the coming together of a Thanksgiving family. So clients who are thinking about it, it is a high-end, really wonderful experience, second-floor private room. It's only for Beyond Times Square's guests. So don't forget about it. I'll give you some uh, contact info at the end of the webinar. You can look, uh, you can speak to our office. Next thing I want to talk about, which I actually didn't talk about in the last webinar, is the Rockettes. So, you know, people seem to think that they can come see the Rockettes any time of year. But actually, the Rockettes only really perform um, during the holidays, from the beginning of November to the first week in January. That's when the big Christmas show is. And that's when the, that's when the Rockettes are on stage. And sometimes there's like, they're like five times a day. Of course, they have revolving um, Rockettes, and it's not, all, it's not all the same. But it is the best time to see the Rockettes. It really is a wonderful Christmas show. Um, it, everyone enjoys it, no matter the age. Um, but we do it a little bit different. Of course, we offer tickets to the Rockettes and at Radio City Music Hall, and, you know, we can just do the show. But then we also do a VIP meet and greet. You get to meet a Rockette. You get to see the, the theater privately. You get to walk through without the crowds. And it's really uh, very special to be able to do these things with just your family. So again, you know how Beyond Times Square does things. We, we like to look at how private we can make it for our guests. Um, you've heard me talk about this before on how we think about our products. So doing a Rockette show, but beforehand doing a backstage, a, a, a behind-the-scenes meet-and-greet experience with one of the Rockettes. And yes, it makes a great Christmas card. In fact, I have a photo with the Rockette, and I used it for like an e-card or something like that because I was like, look at me with the Rockette. How cool is that? So, you know, um, it's something always to think about. If clients are coming during that time of year, it, it really can't be missed. And it changes every year. You know, the show's not the same every year, so it's definitely worth it. Um, but then there's other great holiday shows. Um, I forgot my S there. I apologize. That's, that's not cool. Um, there are other great holiday shows that are in New York City. Um, they're not always big Broadway productions. Um, this year, uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have the Grinch on Broadway, but we have some other stuff that's really cool. So first of all, um, very close to Broadway, but not considered a Broadway theater, is Twas the Night Before Christmas which is the, uh, the, the pinkish red one uh, up in the corner. And it's Cirque du Soleil. So you know what it means when something is Cirque du Soleil. Like there's going to be acrobatics and there's going to be crazy dancing and there's going to be all sorts of things that you're like, wow, how did they do that? So that's going to be a really special, I think it adds a whole new kind of uh, uh, um, practice to the idea of just going to see a Christmas show with the singing and dancing. Like they're definitely going to take it to another level of interest. So great for kids because it's going to keep their interest with, with something else. And then also, uh, this is the God. How many years has the, the Christmas Carol been on for? I mean, it's got to be, I think it's like, uh, got to be like the 10th year. Um, it's a Christmas Carol the musical. It's off Broadway. 
but it is the basic story, the basic Christmas Carol story um, with Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge, and his visit from the ghosts and seeing Christmas past and future. But it's all set to music. So again, smaller type theater, um, not Broadway, but something very local, something that people, like I said, it's been on for 10 years, something, another thing that's worth going to see. Our, our office can take care of tickets for that. And then I want to throw in a little bit more culture. Um, I mean, everything is cultural, but Carnegie Hall, I think, is a great thing for kids to experience symphony. Um, I was exposed to a lot of that as a child, and, and I turned out pretty good. I like to think. No, but it opens up your mind to other things. It's like when you take a child to a museum when they're young and they're like, oh, my God, another museum. And they're like, rah, rah, rah. and then like 20 years later, they go to a museum and they're like, wow. Like, I remember doing this when I was a kid and this is actually awesome. So I think that's great with Symphony. And Carnegie Hall on December 2nd has a original holiday music uh, performance from distinguished, uh, distinguished um, concert orchestras and singers. So that's, that's an actual local group. Um, it would be, I have not heard it myself. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it's Carnegie Hall, so I know they're going to put on something of quality. But that's only a one-time shot. That's December 2nd. So if you're going to be around, like maybe for the tree lighting, uh, that may be a good thing to do. And then, of course, the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. How, what other Christmas show is so well-known as the Nutcracker? So ballet at Lincoln Center. Again, something to expose the children to that is something that might not be their usual thing. Or if your kids are really into dance um, and they're already taking ballet lessons or dance lessons, fantastic thing for them. So, I mean, it's also, it's like when you can look back and say, I saw the Nutcracker at the Link at Lincoln Center. I mean, it, it's very meaningful as, 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 a, uh, as an adult when you can say you did that as a child. And, and just to, I'm talking about myself because I'm doing the talking. But just, you know, I spent a lot of time in theater as a child, and I've seen the Nutcracker, and I've seen a lot of symphony, and I've seen a lot of shows. And when I can look back and say, wow, I saw, like, Dustin Hoffman on Broadway in Death of a Salesman, it's like, wow, how many people can really say that? Um, so I think it's important for you to be talking to your clients and, and pitch those kind of things to something different, something, you know, travel is fun, and it's also growth, you know. So moving on, Christmas dinner. So you guys all know food is, like, my key thing. Um, in fact, as we're talking here, I'm actually going to one of these restaurants tonight, so I'll tell you which one. But everyone wants to go for Christmas dinner. The Australians always want to go to a Christmas lunch, which is not as big a thing here in the United States. Christmas dinner is definitely the more um, either Christmas dinner or the night before. So I've had a couple of restaurants that I like that I know do good for Christmas. I've eaten at all these restaurants, but I've not been to them for the holidays. But I think it's definitely all worth talking about. The first one I put down here is Walse, which is uh, more of an Austrian Viennese um, restaurant, and they actually do a Christmas goose. Now, I'm going to actually mention some of these restaurants, especially like Walse and Ipiore, um, which we're going to get to, is definitely for a more mature palate. So it may not be great for young kids unless your young kids are willing to try anything. Um, so I just want to point that out, and then I mentioned some other places that are great for any age, for any kind of person. So Walse, fixed menu, they all do fixed menus. Um, it's New York City, you're going to have a fixed menu somewhere in the price range of Walse, $150 to $200. Um, uh, one other place I'm mentioning is not as much, but the food is spectacular. It's a Michelin star. Um, if you're here for the holidays or even just here to eat, I would definitely check out Walse, and that will be on the information that we send over. 
Um, then this one is Ipiore, and that's just showing a dessert. It's an Italian restaurant. It's Michael White, um, well, very well-known chef. Actually, the chef for Walsé is also very well-known. I'm just forgetting his name. He has two restaurants. Um, I think Blue Guns, his other restaurant is still open in New York, and both are wonderful. Michael White, though, everyone in Michael White, the Ultimera restaurant group, he has Maria, he has stuff in Vegas. I mean, he's, he gets around the block. They also do a price fix. He's a Michelin star restaurant. Uh, a little, like I said, a little bit more mature palette, but I think for kids that um, some clients I talk to, their kids are really, uh, really, really mature. And then all these places are decorated for the holidays, either something that goes a little bit back to their country. It's definitely going to be something that's a little bit more sophisticated considering the kind of places uh, Ifiori and Walsé are. Um, then I have here a place called Tiny's in the Bar Upstairs, and that's in, uh, that's in Tribeca. What I love about Tiny's and the bars upstairs is that, like, just from looking at it at the outside, and when you, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a townhouse, it is a townhouse, and you walk in, and you definitely feel like you are walking into uh, a Christmas town. It is dark, it's wood, they really decorate it nice and not overdone. So it has a very um, a warming feeling, you could say, when you walk inside. So it fits well for Christmas. They do a, their price fix, I think it's between like 65 and 75, um, of course, plus tax and tip. So that's really not so bad for New York City for, for really good food. I like times, it's fun. And then I'm gonna go back to over here because so I'm Jewish. I do celebrate the holidays because they're fun. But many of you may know that what a lot of Jewish people do on Christmas Day, they go see a movie and they go for Chinese food. And this is a place if you have clients that are in New York City and they want to get some real Chinese food for Christmas, there is a place on Mott Street called Wohop. I'm actually going there for dinner tonight with my cousin. It is a little Biden Chinese place. The food is great. I trust, trust me, on Christmas Day, it's probably packed. You can't make reservations. It is a true New York experience. The place has been open since 1937. Um, they have cleaned the kitchen, even though it does look like a dive. It is, it is some of my favorite Cantonese Chinese food in the city. So definitely something for, for clients that want to do a uh, non, not so much Christmas dinner. Not to be forgotten is the River Cafe. Ooh, well, 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 not to be forgotten is the River Cafe in Brooklyn. Of course, high end, you know, three-star, rest, four-star restaurant. Uh, it's going to be decorated beautifully. It's right under the Brooklyn Bridge. Great views, very holiday, big holiday feel. Um, also a tasting menu somewhere, probably 150 to 200. And then finally over here is Dirty French. Dirty French is on the Lower East Side, but they decorate really cool. And again, they also have a pretty cool menu that is child-friendly. Uh, also, River Cafe is child-friendly. They really do cater to families. So, those are some suggestions for Christmas dinner. There are so many more out there. I also have to tell you that no one's put their, you can't make reservations at any of these places till 30 days probably, um, including, I didn't mention Tavern on the Green, but that's a popular one too. Uh, but these are just some of the, the places there are, your clients or you can look online for even more and we can make suggestions. So kids want to see Santa Claus. Even me, as a young Jewish kid, I wanted to go see Santa Claus. So kids want to see Santa Claus. So you don't want your kids, you don't want your clients' kids to experience Santa Claus during SantaCon, because then Santa's going to be pretty drunk. And it's really a little crazy. Um, so you don't want them to experience during SantaCon. But there are some good controlled environments for your children, where your clients' kids can meet Santa, sit on his lap, you know, and tell them what they want and all that cool stuff. 
So I got a few places here. Everyone can probably guess one of them because one of them is, of course, Macy's and Santa Land because how could you not go to Macy's and Santa Land if you have a kid? Now, of course, you have to wait online to see Santa at Santa Land, but kids really do get into it, especially the younger ones. I mean, we're talking about like, you know, three, four, five years old. Um, but they really get into it. Santa Land's open every day for like, you know, from Black Friday to like Christmas Eve or the, yeah, about Christmas Eve. Super popular, definitely worth taking the kids to. If you want something that's much more controlled and not waiting as much online, you have um, Stella 34, which is in Macy's, and then you have Rock Center Cafe in the Sea Grill at Rockefeller Center, where you can actually book a breakfast with Santa and get a photo, and it is you prepay. And we actually do uh, offer as a program Rockefeller Center and the Santa breakfast as a package. So you have like the ice skating and the top of the rock and the Santa breakfast. So it's a good package, much more controlled, much easier to do, not so much waiting in line. But then if you are looking for a little bit more stylish Santa, I should say, um, ABC Home and Carpet. Now, the thing with ABC Home and Carpet is they have not announced that they're doing Santa this year. I assume that they are. But um, as you can even tell, that Santa is a little bit more um, stylish than the other Santas. Um, maybe we can say he's looking a little bit more uh, non-traditional but fancier. But again, you know, so maybe mom wants, if mom and dad want a fancier picture with a fancier Santa, they go to uh, ABC uh, Home and Garden, which is actually a great store. So it's, it's fun to go through also. So Santa is important. Um, you know, there's always a couple elves running around. And there's also a lot, you know, tons of great photo opportunities. And I think a lot of these do serve champagne for the parents, so don't worry. And then finally, I did want to mention just some Christmas in other cities, because we love New York here. We do, but we also love some other cities. Like, we do love Philly, Boston, D.C., other parts of New York State. Um, and these are things that we do sell, so I kind of just wanted to touch on some of it. This is Philadelphia, and that is actually a Dilworth Park right by City Hall. <clears throat> um, nightly, they have like pop-up stores and the rink and the tree, but they also do a very outdoor cool radio, uh, radio show. They do an outdoor cool uh, light show on the front of the building, and that they do probably several times a night, but it's pretty cool. Definitely cool to watch. If your clients are going to be in Philly, check it out. In Philly, as you've heard me say a jillion times, if you've been on this before, it is like the overlooked city of the north of, of the, like the, the northeast corridor. People think D.C., people think New York, people think Boston, but Philly is great family, great for couples, holiday, any time of year, it doesn't matter. Um, moving on to D.C., this is actually in Georgetown, and this is the Georgetown Globe. This is going to be the sixth year, and it's a curated exhibit of all custom-made light exhibits. So they have artists that are chosen, they have to submit, and then this is just one of, of I'm not sure how many, but streets and streets full of original art um, that's all lit up at night from 5 to 10. <clears throat> so it's during the holidays. It starts like beginning of December, goes to the um, beginning of January. Very cool to look through. And then, of course, if you're in Georgetown and you do Christmas shopping, there are tons of stores. So you can kind of like kill in two birds with one stone. You can go shopping and see some cool art at the same time. Um, next up here is Boston, and you've all heard of the Freedom Trail. Um, I have talked about it. You've read about it on shore, but Boston is famous for the Freedom Trail. Well, they also have the Holiday Lights Trail. So the Holiday Lights Trail takes into account um, 
the Public Garden, Boston Commons, Commonwealth Avenue, um, Daniel Hall, which does a light show called, um, I think it's called Blink, um, every every uh, holiday season in the evening. So definitely something that you could be outside, you could go shopping, you can explore. Now, I get it, Boston gets cold, but, you know, cold is part of the holidays. You know, Santa Claus isn't sitting in, like, Florida, like, keeping warm. He's up in the North Pole. So we're going to experience some of that cold being outside at Boston. And they make it really worth it because they know it's cold. So they want you to be outside. And then finally is the, um, <clears throat> up in the Hudson Valley in Sleepy Hollow is the 1883 Lighthouse, which they light, um, they have like an opening night lighting at the beginning of December, but then they have it lit during the holidays in the evening. So if you happen to be in Sleepy Hollow, um, Hudson Valley is magnificent. We do sell it as one of our destinations. Uh, Sleepy Hollow has, has a lot going on there. But this lighthouse, which is also, you can visit it um, during during the year. But I think when they light it up, it, it's pretty cool. And actually, the uh, people from Stewart Airport, uh, which is uh, in, in, in the Hudson Valley, actually asked me, they're like, can you mention some stuff about the Hudson Valley? Because you can fly into Stewart Airport and do so much great stuff. And we just had a group of eight people fly into Stewart and do a whole Hudson Valley trip. They weren't going to New York City. And they got, you know, you really can just fly in and start seeing the Hudson Valley. So Stewart is a definite, um, a definite plus for the area. So lots going on for the holidays. Um, <clears throat> that's my presentation for today. Here's our information. So anything that you want to book, if it's FITs under 20 passengers, you can always reach out to Lisa and Lydia. Um, if it's a group which is over 20, you can reach out to Josephine. Um, our newly promoted director of sales, Danielle Severisi, uh, is she oversees all of the FIT and group sales. She's super knowledgeable, as they all are. So please feel free to reach out to her. And then there's me. Um, probably know the less, probably know the least. I mean, you never, you know, talk to the people that do this every day. But no, Eric Gordon, that's me. Uh, business development, and that's all of our emails. And there is our main phone number. You can get in touch with any of us. And uh, I hope you all found this helpful. Um, it's early to say happy holidays, but you know what? We're talking about the holidays, and I'm sure there's already, like, trees and stuff being sold in, like, Walmart and all these other places uh, or Christmas ornaments. So happy holidays. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. That was terrific. So jumping right Thanks. into questions. Um, yeah, let me ask you a couple of questions just about working with Beyond Times Square, and then we'll circle back to the other. Um, do you include... Or can people book hotels and transfers with Beyond Times Square? Yes. So basically, we prefer we actually don't book hotels. We're more of an experience company, and so a lot of the travel advisors we work with book the hotels on their own because they get either amenities or a special commission. For groups, we book hotels, but for FITs, we try to stay away from it. Um, we do book transfers, shows. Um, oh, I didn't include my usual slide all about Beyond Times Square. I, I'm really slipping. You know, maybe it's uh, this change in weather. Um, but we do do transfers. We do ex private experiences. We do do shows backstage on Broadway, sporting events, concerts, and all that stuff. And we pay commission on everything we sell. Okay, good. Thank you. And does that include, so that was a question about, like, the Rockettes show. Do you commission on tickets? Yep, we commission on tickets. And our prices are really good. I mean, they've been selling tickets like hotcakes. Um, so I know our pricing is good because people keep buying it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. What about, um, there's a question here. Uh, you mentioned in your information the type of, do you mention in your information the type of clothing people need to wear, need to wear to attend shows and meals? So in, if there is a dress code, we let you know. I'll be honest. Um, you know, it used to be like for the Broadway shows and whatnot, you, people did get dressed up. People really don't get dressed up like they used to um, for Broadway shows. I will say that for the ballet, I, whenever I go to Lincoln Center, whether it's opera, ballet, or symphony, I do wear a jacket because I like it when I go to Lincoln Center. Um, I don't do it as much for Broadway shows. Uh, and then for Christmas dinner, I mean, I will just tell you flat out, people will be dressed. Like, not like suit and ties, but sport coats and ties. Women will be in a dress that is fit for the, the winter season. Um, people like to wear their Christmas clothes, maybe even some of those crazy Christmas sweaters, ones that are nicer. Um, but yeah, people definitely do dress for, I would say, Lincoln Center and for nice dinners. And at our okay. event, we do keep it casual. Some people do wear like holiday type stuff, but we do keep it casual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All righty. And um, okay, so there were questions about the restaurants, names of restaurants, and spelling, and all of that. All going to be gonna get in that the, out to there. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that they'll get that with the replay next week. But Danny will take care of all of that. Okay. Good. Thanks. All right. So marketing material, the, the specific question was, do you have an email prototype on these holiday packages that I could customize with my logo and send out to my clients? So actually, everything that we have is available in Word, which we'll send out to you. And you can, um, you can if you want, you have the emails right there. Like you can email Lisa or Lydia or anyone there right now. Um, but everything we have is in Word, so you can steal our photos, steal our text, put your name on it. We just ask that you book it through us, but steal, repurpose, reuse, swipe and deploy. I don't mind. We don't mind. So all that stuff is changeable that you can put your name on it. And we actually are working on some even new pieces that will make it even easier for you to put your name on it. All right. Terrific. Well, let me do one last call for questions because I've just, uh, just got one last question here. So anybody else, if you have a question, now is the time to get it in so that we can make sure we answer it while we're together. Um, so are there, um, are there tickets you're, are, that you're able to access that the general public couldn't like? Um, I'm just thinking about like the timed entries to the 9-11 memorial well, and that always, kind of thing. We try to, the thing is, is we know what kind of tickets are available for everything. And we tend to only sell to FIT uh, um, uh, expedited or VIP entry. And then for groups, we actually will also do VIP entry, but sometimes groups are they're just different than FITs. But we always look for expedited VIP entry um, for, all of our, uh, for all of our attractions. And since we know what's what, like we have all that stuff taken care of, like we can let you know beforehand. You don't have to worry about looking it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, thanks. So we had a few more questions come in. If clients come to New York and want to go to Philly, can you do trains to get them down there? Yeah, we can do a train from, if they're booking other services with us, we can do the Amtrak between New York and Philly. It's a great trip. I mean, you can stay down there for a couple of days, you can stand in there just for the day. Um, it's like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minute train ride. Okay. 
And the, uh, the sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. You go. No, no, no. Uh, I, I was just curious about the VIP ticket packages. Uh, do those all, are there hotel theater transfers included? So we don't offer a hotel, but we can do everything else. Okay. So the transfer from the, like, from the hotel to the theater? Oh, yep. Yeah. Transfer from hotel to theater, theater back to hotel, theater to dinner, airport transfers, um, any kind of sightseeing. But, yeah, we, can, we would do all that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, gosh, it says, what is included in the pricing? I'm not exactly sure what, what we're referring to there. Um, yeah, um, I'm not either. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, because we didn't put it, we didn't put any pricing up. But if they want to um, send a clarifying message to me, my email's right there, or Danielle, or any of my people, we'll definitely get back to them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's it. I'll stop there and turn it back to you for closing comments. Um. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas. That's all I got. You guys are great. Thanks for coming to the show, and uh, we'll be talking again soon. All right. Well, thank you so day. much. Thank you, Eric. It was great working with you and everyone. Uh, we will get the information out to you next week. We appreciate you being with us today. And with that, we will conclude the webinar. Goodbye, everybody. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.